everyone, and welcome to another Batman-filled episode of... Zing This. Yes, you got me, Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And you got me, Batberg. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Perfect. Perfect. All right, well, we... I'm sure you've, you've read the description, but we have a Batman double feature of the animated variety. Where, I guess the gimmick for both of these is, what if Batman did this? And we'll see which one might have done it better and might have done it worse. Um, I guess, if, it, if you guys don't mind, the first one we're going to talk about is The Doom That Came to Gotham, the more recent one of the two. So, um, this one is, of course, based around the Cthulhu mythos and is also based on a three-issue comic miniseries that was published in, the, in 2000 to 2001. And... It's done by Mike Mignola. Mike Mingalo? I, I can never I can never pronounce it correctly. But if that name sounds familiar, it's the guy that does Hellboy. So and also knowing that and seeing this and knowing the Cthulhu mythos, Hellboy Makes borrowed. A lot of sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really want to read this comic though, but that's not what we're talking about today. We are talking about the animated movie, which you can find on HBO Max. Sorry, Max. Just Max. Not yeah, sponsored. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> Not sponsored, but this it, it, it is a very Max-heavy episode. Just Max. So, with that being said, it's tomato time. It is tomato time. Eric, did you cheat? I did not cheat. Okay. Ellie? I did watch a review, but I did not go to Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. All right. So, Rotten Tomatoes on this, as of August... Audience score, critic score. Ellie, I'm going to let you take the floor first. I think the critic score is going to be higher than the audience score. Okay. All right. Um, because, am I saying why? I mean, you, you, you can go ahead if you want to show your hand. Okay. Um, well, no, it's not showing my hand. It's still just saying, like, why I think maybe there's a difference. Right. Um, I think critic score is drastically higher than audience score because of i feel like the true hardcore uh batman fans aren't Mm -hmm. gonna get into this are going to are not not okay yes i think that they are going to not be able to take it for what it's worth as far as just like an interpretation of what if kind of thing. So I, I think it's just too far away from the source material that they're just not going to be able to get into it. Um, so I, I definitely think there's at least a 20% difference between critics and audience. That being said, I'm going to say critics in the 80s. Critics in the 80s. And I'm going to say audience is probably in the 50s, 60s. All right. All right, Eric. So I have Hold on, hold on. Before you go, before you go, I just Now, I did not say what my opinion was. I said I I feel like this is what that it is, though. Okay. Now, before you go, Eric, just to set the ball field, just to let let you know where the standard is, the MIG-2, as of this recording, is sitting at 29%. Critic score. Seventy three. Oh, you said the Meg. Seventy three percent audience. I I want to get a bearing with people so they know 
Oh, hey. Wait, what was the critics? I missed that. Oh, the critics for the Meg is 29%. <laughs> nice. Okay. Audience score is 73. Which seems accurate. Yes. Perfectly accurate. Yes. Don't worry. We'll, we'll get to the Meg someday. I just wanted to have that as the parameter for... Okay. If you're listening to this years from I don't now. Think it's a really, I don't think it's a good one because it's a very different thing, but sure. All right. <laughs> Let's get the yeah. Meg in here first for no reason. <laughs> hey. What else do we do on this let's podcast? Compare theatrical, let's compare compare a late summer theatrical release to a, a made-for-streaming service animated feature. Why not? Exactly. Exactly. Now, would, would you expect anything less from Zinger? Come on now. I would not. I okay. Would not. I would not. All right. So with that being said, the doom that came to Gotham. Eric? So I have the exact opposite thoughts as Ellie. I think the audience score is going to be higher because mm. I know that... This is like one tale that's based on kind of a, a big, the bigger Gotham by Gaslight series. And I feel like because the Batman fan, typical Batman comic fan might be more familiar with this, they're not going to mind as much being kind of thrust in the middle of this, this story. Like they kind of know what's happening. Um, I mean, yeah, I did see online people complaining. So like, oh, they they went woke and they changed races and stuff like that. But I mean, other than that, um, or genders or whatever, but not counting that, I feel like the average Batman fan is going to be familiar with the source material and is going to not mind as much kind of being thrown in and having to really figure out who these characters are as opposed to critics who are going to be, I think more likely to not, necessarily be batman fans and so they're going to be judging it based strictly on um just like i'm presented with this batman movie and it's kind of set in a different time but there's a lot of things going on and i don't know why this like you know why is this character here why are they throwing all these characters at me so i'm almost the exact opposite of of ellie i feel like the the audience score is going to be like in the 80 i'm gonna say it's like 80 say it's 80 i'm gonna say the audience is 80 I'm going to say critics are going to be like 60s. All right. Well, with that being said, Ellie, channeling maybe Cthulhu himself, 82% critic score. So technically you could make something with that tomato. Audience score, 49%. Yep. That's what I figured. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of took a turn there. So now, between the three of us, do we agree with that rating? I, I guess let's let's say, um, do we agree with the critics? Absolutely. Or do not. we are fam- Or do we agree with the fans? Eric said absolutely not. I agree right. with the fans. I didn't like it. <laughs> Ellie, absolutely agree with the critics. Really? Yeah. You're, you're rating this one high. Oh yeah, I loved it. Um. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I did. I I I actively was waiting for this thing to be over. Like I did no. not enjoy it. I'm gonna side vaguely with Eric, only because the thing that gets me about this is it doesn't have enough of because I'm. This is why I wanted the compare and contrast. And I'm not trying to show my hand. It doesn't have enough of Cthulhu mythos and stuff going on in it like there's elements of it but it's not like this beyond the realm of imagination horror coming to gotham it's just sort of like oh yeah this thing's sort of taking over and doing weird stuff i i don't know it just didn't is it good it's okay 
But it's not something that I'm like, I would not, this would not be something I go tell somebody, hey, check this out. So that's just me. Ellie, defend your point. Um, I loved it. I thought it was neat to see kind of like the different versions of the, uh, you know, like Oswald Cobblepot. And, you know, I loved seeing Green Arrow and, and Ra's al Ghul. I, I just, Ray. I thought it was, I'm sorry. Ra's al Ghul. Okay. Um, <laughs> but the, I like the way that it was, it was kind of in development, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago in that you know they they all had the dads the fathers like they really hit the arrow verse thing with the whole father the you know the bad deeds of the father is the, on the, the son yeah, the sins of the father are passed on yes. to the son. i actually just realized who one of the characters was now i i didn't catch it till just now because I was going to say, we get interpretations of Dick Grayson. Right. Of course, Nightwing. We get Kylie Kane, who's, of course, the Batgirl that has, like, the stitched up suit. Um, and then Sanjay Toddy? Yes. Jason Todd. He's supposed to be Jason Todd. I didn't catch that until I just saw the name on here and I read it. And it immediately clicked. I'm like... Oh, that was Jason Todd. How did I not catch that? <laughs> well, and it was cool. Like, I loved seeing the Oracle, um, you know, with the, you know, possessed Possession. by, you know, spirits. And I, I don't know. It, it just kind of was, it kind of similar to the Court of Owls. It didn't have enough cosmic horror, though, to be, like, the doom that came... Like it, it, I think it's because they were trying to wrap it into one, you know, one movie. Mm. Um, so they kind of had to <laughs> condense it down. Would it have been better as, like, a series? Like, they could have a whole season to kind of play with it? Absolutely. Um, but... Just as a little one shot kind of thing, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was it was dark. I thought it was there were I like like I said, I like the interpretations and seeing who the different people were and how they were in this setting. Um, I, I really I loved it. I mean it was I, I was hooked on it. I really enjoyed it. but I also, like I said, I do understand why it may not have been um, widely received from fans because it, it is definitely to the side. It's, it's out there. Um, and you have to, if you're watching it, you're watching it for what it is. And um, no, I, and I agree with you, Singer. I would have loved to have seen them have more time to really get into it. But based off of what they could do in a normal animated movie length, um, I, I enjoyed it. So, but I understand why people wouldn't either. So, I get it. Eric, I'll give you a moment in a second. Because I know you got something. Waiting in the wings. Get it. Um, uh. <laughs> so, this is, it's not based on, it just borrows a ton of elements from Cthulhu. I am not an expert on that whole mythos. 
Um, I've read a lot of it, but... And Cthulhu Mythos, by the way, H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, the right. Doom that came to Shanoth is what, like, the name is borrowed from. Story, not so much. Not at all, really. Like, it's a... Um, plug Audible real quick. 24-minute short story on Audible. So, this movie is an hour and a half, so it's, like, triple the length. It, it borrows, like, because there's elements of the Mountain of Madness in there with them in Antarctica and stuff like that. Like, those weird penguin things that the penguins with. I thought they were going to go with that and kind of deal with, like, what the horror was that was in the Mountains of Madness. But no, they go away. Like I said, I wanted it to embrace the the mythos that it was that it had. And that that's, that, that's just where I feel... That the the I, I agree with more at the audience score than the critic score because like I said, as somebody who's read some H.P. Lovecraft, I thought it was gonna have some extra central horror, which I do want to get to what I want from a Mountains of Madness movie in a minute. After Eric, what are your thoughts on this? Because because you 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 and me are the poo pooers of this one at the moment. <laughs> uh, to me, it felt like having not. I, I was aware of the whole Gotham by Gaslight thing. Like I had, I had heard of it. I'd never read it. Um, but kind of going in, I just I feel like they tried to cram too much into the ninety minutes that they had. Um, I didn't like how I felt like every five seconds they were introducing a new character. They were always switching like perspectives. And then, yeah, I felt like it felt kind of lopsided, like, oh, it kind of starts off as this kind of weird, you know, 1920s-esque, steampunkish kind of thing. And then all of a sudden, it's like, it just kind of like, oh, hey, here's like this demon. And all of a sudden, it's like, here's uh, all the, the mythos and stuff thrown in. And I don't know. The, in, in terms of like the actual production, I just didn't like, like, like the fight scenes. I thought they were terrible. Like the action was very stiff. Uh, it was there were boring fight scenes, uh, which is weird because the because I watched this a few weeks ago when we were originally just going to do this episode, and I watched IGN's review just as a refresher, and they were talking about how the, the fight scenes were so fluid and great. I'm like, we watched different, so it was almost like everything they said was like I felt the exact opposite. And I'm like, I feel like we watched two different movies because I didn't feel like characters got. T got time to breathe i didn't feel like i got to know like these here's three characters i'm being introduced to all of a sudden i don't know that just it did not come together that said i liked some of the elements that were presented there i liked i did like like ellie was saying i like seeing these characters it's not like oh like we'll get to in a bit it's not like oh here's modern day bruce wayne who was sent back to fuel japan like this was a bruce wayne that you know he was he was Bruce Wayne slash the Batman in the 1920s. I like stuff like that. I think it's kind of cool. It just I feel like they tried so much to. It's not like oh hey here's this one or two care here are these one or two characters that were kind of just sending back you know putting in a new setting. It's like here are a bunch of characters. Here's basically like all the not all of it like a lot of the big heavy hitters in the Batman universe that we are kind of just completely redoing and putting back in time and doing this and doing that. I don't know. It just felt like a lot. And I, I really do think having almost, cause there are what three comics in this. Is it three yeah. comics in this series? Yeah. I would have, I mean, either split it. So it's like two, two different movies or 
do each one of those comics as a movie or even do like a little like six episode miniseries or something like that. Just give these. I, I felt like it was a, it almost reminded me of the problem with the Eternals where it was like, let's cram too many characters. And yes, we know these characters, but it's also not the characters that we know. It's different versions of them. It's like, let's let's cram too much into this, this 90 minute movie and I, I would have liked to have had more room to breathe and have a sort of more natural progression from, oh, here's just the steampunk world version of, of, of the DC universe to, oh, hey, there are elements of Thulu and his mythos. Uh, so that's 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 my my take. Um, just throwing this out there with the whole, like, Guillermo del because I'm looking it up, Guillermo del Toro trying to do the Mountains of Madness, which, by the way, if you want someone to do it, I feel he's the best one to do something set in Cthulhu. I want it to where you never see the actual creatures. Like, you'll see, like, a tentacle or something like that, but you won't ever see them straight on. Because the way the book describes them and the way a lot of stuff H.P. Lovecraft does is like these things that your mind can't even comprehend, like how they exist. So it would be just right. something cool to where you never see the actual thing. Uh, also, him turning into the bat in the end was kind of a weird twist, but sure. I um, Okay, real quick. Favorite character in this interpretation? Of Oliver it. Queen. Eric? I, I I agree with Ellie on that. I like the I did like this version of Oliver Queen. Yeah. Oliver Queen. God dang it. <laughs> it just I I don't know. I really felt for him. You could really feel his pain. Um and I I loved um, you know, his like end scene where he feels like he's he's destined to fight this this being and and you know, he realizes, well crap, I w I wasn't really ready for this. But it just you know, and him kind of blabbering while he was passing out about the sins of the father, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know. I, I just, I thought it was really cool. I did like it. Um, so I, he was definitely one of my favorites as far as just a standout character. Um, I mean, I agree with everything you said. I liked his design. I liked the way he was presented. He actually gave some interesting stuff to it. Um, I was about to say, everyone else just gets kind of knocked off really quick. And like I said, I'm ashamed of myself for not catching the, the Jason Todd from the name. Like, once I read it out, it clicked immediately. And I was like, I don't know how I didn't catch that. Eric, um, why Oliver Queen? Why why, why agree with, why go with the flow, apparently? Um, pretty much, pretty much what's been said so far. I, I also liked how... And when he was fighting, it, it, they could have just easily stuck with. And maybe it was this way in the comics, but not knowing, not having anything, I was just like, "Oh, he'll be like the Green Arrow." Because I mean, really, Robin Hood can, since he was from a character from the Middle Ages, doesn't really have to, you know, be like, "Oh, he's a very modern character." So I kind of like how they kind of diverted uh, my expectations. Uh, he was like a knight. Like I just kind of like that getup. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I liked him. I liked he was drunk. He was not. He was. He wanted to do good. Um, you tell he was in a lot of pain, so a lot of a lot of self medicating and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm just kind of rambling. But yeah, I liked Oliver Queen. He was definitely the character with the most character 
character with the most character. The character with the most character. Different <laughs> definitions of the same word. Alright, so with that being said, as the first half of this, is this one that we write, would we recommend this? Ellie? Um, I mean, not to just anybody. Alright. Yeah, I mean, I, I would recommend it to certain people that I know are into that kind of style and, and would just enjoy it for what it is. But on the normal, average recommendation, no. Eric? I mean... Even though I wasn't a fan of it, I, I agree with what Ellie said. There are certain people I know who would totally dig this. And I, I would be like, hey, just don't go in expecting. And honestly, had had someone told me ahead of time, like, because I kind of went in blind other than having seen some ads online. Someone maybe said, oh, hey, you know, this is going to kind of be weird or that might be this or don't expect this or that. I think I even I might have liked it better. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think to the right person, I would totally recommend this. I'm going to go with, I feel I would like this more if I somehow was able to be dropped into a completely blind and then having the realization of, oh, this is based in Cthulhu. Because I went into it thinking there was going to be more. And I think that's why I disappointed myself with that. Overall, though, I mean, there's an hour and a half you can do. There's there's worse things you can do in an hour and a half. But there's definitely better things you can do with it. Like, watch Batman Ninja. Yeah, that's how we're transitioning. I was going to put in a plug for. I was going to say you could watch. What was the? <laughs> what was the Chuck Norris movie we watched for the Christmas episode? Oh, um, uh, Invasion USA. Invasion I think USA. it's longer. Oh I was like, you could watch God. that. <laughs> I think it's longer, and uh, I'm going to actually look that up while you guys. Eric and again, went, I was more entertained by that strictly because of how god awful bad that was. Like that was objectively bad. Oh, no, it wasn't. You just, you just I mean, did not understand great. the assignment. It was great in how bad it was, but, All right. but anyway, so I digress. On that, we move to the second part of this, where we talk about Batman Ninja. Originally came out in 2018. Um, not, I, I couldn't find anything where it was based on like a pre-existing. I was going to ask that. I'm I'm not seeing anything where it's like a pre. I think they've done stuff since then, but there's nothing in here saying that it was uh, based on anything. Um, but the creator of Afro Samurai is the character designer for the uh, film. So there's sense. so there's a so there's a nice touch there. But okay, Eric, that makes sense. you can go first with your tomato prediction. Um. I think I am going to kind of go. No, I don't know. Now this came I, I'm out. Trying to th- I know. Five I'm, years I'm trying ago. To th- I'm trying to think like as a bat, would a Batman fan love this or just absolutely hate it? Like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to go with my gut feeling. I think that I think it's going to be pretty high on both ends. I think the, Fans are going to be a little more critical of it. I think they're, I'm going to put them at 80, and then I'm going to say the critics are going to be like 85. All right. All right. So before you go, Ellie, to set the standard once again. To, to, to <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is going to be by horrible. The way, <laughs> by the way, if you want to waste an hour and uh... 50 minutes of your time, you can watch Invasion USA. Uh, Currently on no, Rotten Tomatoes, you. 19% critics. Higher than I thought. 51 audience. 
with over 5,000 reviews. The thing they 5, blew a whole childhood wow. home in that movie. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you know what? I'm going to see if it's the worst Chuck Norris movie while Ellie gives her... Oh. Honestly, that's probably in the upper, the upper <laughs> tiers of his movies. Not going to lie. <laughs> Um. Oh, well, I was about to say Return of the Dragon, but I, I, you got to get the ones where he's just being himself. He's the main character, not yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Ellie, go ahead. What's your prediction for this? Um, I think critics will be around the same. Same as the audience. Uh, same as the other one, like in your 80s. Oh, audience, though. Mm, I think it's better okay. than the other one. So, oh gosh. Maybe 10 points lower? Okay. 70s instead of 80s? 70s instead of 80s. Yes. All right. All right. Um, fair enough. Uh, by the way, Firewalker is the lowest that is rated of his movies on Tomato by critics at 8%. Um, okay. I, I did the audience score, but it's 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 weird because a lot of them aren't rated by critics at all. Oh, wait, there's one that's zero. Oh, wow. Wow. Anyway, it's more, more, more of the story. Um, Chuck Norris, not a box office draw sometimes. Um, Sorry, Chuck. All right. So, the critics spoke in 2018 or since then. 82% critic score. Oh, that's the same as the other one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah, it is. Wow, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Um, But this has more reviews, more, more critics okay. spoke. Okay. Um, and with 1,000 audience speaking their minds 60 percent oh i feel if if i want to give my opinion real quick feel the audience scores lower i figured it'd be higher i did Just too me honestly me personally yeah. Yeah, it would have been yeah. higher it i thought it would have been closer to the critic score now yeah. going to each of us eric where'd you put this you agree with the critics audience or are you just gonna say that's a fresh tomato that is a fresh tomato. I mean, I God, love I knew it was good to it pick was, this one for you. It was so freaking crazy and wild and not, again, another one, not what I was expecting. But this one to me, like, whereas the other one just didn't grab me, this one just, I was like, I don't even know what the hell is going on, but I'm just going to sit back for the ride because this is a blast. All right. Ellie. I mean, it's effing hundred percent for me. I I'd say it's up there for me too. No, yeah, I I I, I sat there with a freaking huge embarrassing like grin from ear to ear the whole time I was watching this. So, mm-hmm. so but hold, I, I I think we know the answer, but I'm gonna ask it anyways. Between the two, between our yin and yang today, if you would, are are you yinging or you yanging? Where, where, where are you at? Which one's better, Ellie? Oh, stop it. <laughs> I, I was about because me, me, me and Eric are definitely on the side of, we're, we're about to spend the rest of this podcast talking about the superior one. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, like I said, I, I 
enjoyed my time watching it. I'm glad you recommended the 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 Doom one, and and I, I thought it was fun. But no, hands down, this one was amazing. The, the the people understood the assignment. <laughs> they, they, under- they understood the assignment, ripped it up, and said, we're going to make it better. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It was so great. I I cannot even begin with it. Like, I am sad that this is the first time I watched this. Yeah. It has honestly, been around for this long, and I have never watched it. And I am ashamed. And I'm yeah, going to actually shame. look it up in a moment and see if this is one of the higher rated ones. Or not, because we well, have talked about a lot of the DC direct-to-animated, and we just don't talk about the DC universe, because... But... The thing is, like, I remember watching the trailers. I feel like we may have even talked about it on mm-hmm. a Zing This from a couple of years ago, because I remember thinking, this looks really good. Like, I want to watch this. And then I was, you know, pre-pandemic, and then the pandemic hit, and it was just like, you know, whatever. But, like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I, as, as, uh, during it, I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, why didn't I not watch this sooner? Like, what the hell? <laughs> exactly. So, so my question to you guys is there's a ton of Japaneseisms in this, <laughs> there's a ton of other stuff in this that I'm sure we're going to talk about. There's actually several different animation styles during Yes! That's what I loved. It didn't get stagnant with just, it was the same the whole way. Because there's there's the one animation they use for a certain scene, there's when they return to Gotham, it's a certain animation, and then the one Mm. where they're just where where Batman gets Okay, so the premise is Batman gets thrown back to feudal Japan. Not just Batman! And a lot of his rogues. With that being said, and allies. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the entire Batman universe. Yeah. I mean, Alfred was there. Come on. All right, fine. Who was your favorite redesign? Japan uh, ninja redesign. Ellie, gonna go to you first. I don't know. Red Hood was. Oh wait, hold pretty on Awesome. To I me. forgot. I forgot one thing. There was also that like video game esque scene where it just had them <laughs> freeze frame doing like the explanation of them doing stuff. Yes. Sorry. There's that. Go ahead with, with, with your, I think everyone's pick, by the way, but go ahead. Well, Red Hood was amazing, and he was very similar to a character in Bleach, which I'm not even going to go there. But I'm just saying, like, his design with the hood over him and everything was very similar. Um, I, I thought it was really, really cool as far as good-esque guys, because, you know, Red Hood is questionable. Um, but the Joker, dude, I can't like, he was, <laughs> I, I couldn't wait to watch him. Like, even when he was pretending to have lost his memories and he was like the, you know, the typical farmer old guy look to him and everything. I just, everything about the Joker, I absolutely loved in this, in this movie. But Red Hood was definitely cool, too. There's a lot of the direct... I mean, the animated movies that have like 100%, though, from critics. Uh, Batman vs. Robin, Batman Bad Blood, Batman Dark Knight Returns Part 1, and Batman of the Red Hood. So, hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. And Lego Batman, 90%, so weird. There you go. Yeah. So need to watch that. Yeah, wait. You know what? Give it time. I'm sure it will be something we'll probably bring up and have on very soon because it's obviously <laughs> bat season here. Because what else are we covering? 
Castlevania. It wasn't intentional. It just happens that way. Anyways, with that being said, Eric, favorite character redesign? Oh, totally Alfred with his little ponytail. No, I'm just kidding. It's Joker. <laughs> it's Joker all the way. Joker was so cool. Oh, he I like, know. He looked like a kabuki, kind of like a kabuki meets a samurai meets... Uh, and I'm blanking on his name. But he was like the he was like the villain in Final Fantasy VI. I'm trying. Oh, to oh, I know who you're talking about too. He looks just like him. Like it was like a, it looked. It was art was very reminiscent of that. But just I thought that old style plus the the art style just in general and the exaggerated movements and and animations just made Joker that much more insane uh, feeling. Like I could totally feel that that insanity, but. But Kefka. yeah, especially. But I I loved him in the in the one scene where it was done in the really different art style with Red Hood, and he was like he had like gone sane. He hypnotized himself, right. as he said to, yeah. to be like it was it was such a cool like because it, it was like it was weird actually seeing Joker, even if it, he forced himself to do it, like being kind of sane, no makeup, and then of course that that chilling part at the end where he, he wipes the blood on yes on, so cool it just like that it comes back and you know you know he's back and i'm just like you knew he was gonna be but it was just like it was just like this is this is awesome like he it was just like joker was definitely a, a highlight of this like i mean it, it's the joker i mean come on it's the joker he's so flamboyant and crazy and just putting him in this kind of this new setting and everything oh just it was great i loved it uh by the way you're thinking of kefka that's it kefka no problem um for me I, i'm sorry i gotta gotta side with um red hood like the joker design's cool but it was one of those it's it's just kind of an over-the-top joker in like feudal japanese it's just red i red wasn't hood ex- was cool i yeah. wasn't expecting red hood to have like that straw hat thing yep. on yeah so that I think it was gonna be like a red ninja hood. Yeah, yeah, so, so something, something like that. Then you that get would have been that. An easy way out. Um, <laughs> also, kind of Robin, kind of, but not really. Like <laughs> with he, his he, little he, monkey. Well, uh, <laughs> is it just me, or did this like kind of have a little bit of the camp in there? A little I'm, bit of what? Camp. Oh, like absolutely. Camping. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm thinking he of it. Reminds me a lot. With the monkey kind of reminded me of uh, in Speed Racer, Speed's little brother and, and and his monkey. Like it reminded me of that almost. Well, I was also Not thinking of the of, of the scene where the robots are all running to, to form together and it looks freaking ridiculous. But I'm on board. I'm on board every step of the well, way I mean, with they that. A, they did a Power Rangers slash Ginyu Force like. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, <laughs> it was awesome. Like I was yes. like, I was not expecting the. Batman villains to form a giant mech out of castles, uh, and then and then do a Power Rangers style like have all their faces. We on were all so in that was for awesome. it. <laughs> um, I I also like like the setup of when it's like Catwoman's going over with Batman, like what's going on, and it's got like that mm-hmm. thing where it's like the little statues of them and like the computer thing, and it's showing yeah. all of them and everything. It, 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 it was just, like, this weird setup stuff because I had, like, the little kanji or whatever pop up by them and then it, like, had, like, their their English names as well and they all had, like, a one-liner to say. It, 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 was, it was a lot of fun setup. It was just, it took the universe that they were being thrown into and, like, turned it up to 11, I feel, with it. Also, gonna say this now, 100%. Bruce Wayne. I'm saying Bruce Wayne because it was more apparent when he didn't have the mask on. 
I 100% think that it's designed meant for Bruce Campbell. That chin. That chin the was chin, there for yep. days. I thought the same thing. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. And like I said, I saw it. I'm I like, like that chin Campbell's is there right for there. days. That that chin is just there. Um, I like the little Bat Clan, too. The, the little clan of, like, Batman ninjas. Because I yeah. thought it was just going to be the, the, um, the, the Bat family saving him. When the ninjas showed up, and that they were in disguise or something, but then there's like this whole group, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And then you get to see them, and you're like, "Oh, this is cool." I just I find it weird with Damian Wayne being like the kid Robin because normally him presented in the comics and in the shows is him being very um, serious and like super like ready to kill somebody. So it was weird having him be like, "I got a monkey friend," and. Um, I, I did also like the call out later of when the monkey's like girlfriend showed up and uh, Red Robin was like, what? Was just kind of very confused by it. And he's like, just just go with it. I, I, I like, like I said, everything in this was awesome. I don't want to keep gushing. Ellie, do you have a favorite point you want to talk about? Or favorite moment? Uh, um... The whole movie? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's I, I don't know. It's really hard to pinpoint a favorite one. Um, I have to say, Joe, just, just the animation style, the way it changes, but and it's so different, but it works so well together. Um, it was really funny. Our one daughter came upstairs, I think, in the last, like, 20 minutes. Of the movie, I was gonna say, did the teenager watch it with you or she not? She wasn't there the whole time, but she, like I said, she did come in up the last 15, 20 minutes, and like she was glued. Like she was like, "What is this?" And she was watching it, and she's like, "Oh my gosh!" And, and it was funny because she made comments about how like some of the scenes looked like they were straight from like a video game, just mm-hmm. the way they flowed. Um, and she, and I was like, hmm, let me guess. Are you going to go downstairs later tonight and, and start from the beginning and watch this? And she's like, yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, it was just so well done. I would definitely watch it again, no question. And if you're going to ask recommendation, I would recommend this to anybody, whether they're the anime fan or not. It was just that, just that phenomenal. Oh, hey, Tom Kenny's in this. Sorry, I was looking at yeah. the voice cast. There were a quick. bunch of voices in this. Yeah, uh, Tara Strong, of course, Hartley Quinn, um, Tom Kenny. Yeah, yeah. That, it, like I said, I just happened to just pop it up real quick. And I was like, oh, man, I didn't know that um, SpongeBob, right? I was about to say the name. I'm like, no, I'm going to have that wrong. But, but no, I mean, it, like I said, this, um, Eric, favorite moment. Sorry. A couple things I liked. So I want to say, of all the villain mechs, I love Two Faces the most because it was that golden geisha woman with mm-hmm. multiple arms. I just thought it was really and heads cool design. and heads and heads and like all the other ones were awesome. But I mean, it was basically like, oh, here's their buildings, like you know, kind of like pagodas, mm-hmm. uh, feudal Japanese buildings that were kind of turning into just you know had some limbs or like poison ivy's had the vines. Again, very awesome. But I thought I thought Two Faces really stuck out. Um, and just was was really cool. I also want to say that like I actually liked how I mean yeah you have the Batman's the Batman's Rogues Gallery, but I liked how kind of the the one who started all this was Gorilla Grodd, who's more of a Flash villain. Mm-hmm. 
I really enjoyed that. I'm glad they didn't just rely on Batman's Rogues Gallery, and it it made it feel like it was part of. Because I mean, sometimes you can do. Sometimes they'll do these things, and it doesn't seem like it's part of a bigger DC universe. Like it's just Superman in this universe, or it's just Batman, or whatever. So even though it mainly featured Batman, the Bat Family, his Rogues, I'm glad that Gorilla Grodd was there because it made it feel more connected to a bigger. DC universe so and plus i just like grod i thought he was i like i liked him there i liked him relaxing having the monkeys there and <laughs> it's kind of all the jokes they make like he when he was eating bananas like hmm, it's a little too on the nose don't you think and uh, it's just stuff like that so i i like that he was there and actually played like a major role so uh yeah no those were those were two things that stood out to me that i liked but i just overall yeah i mean just everything about it just the, the animation was fantastic like everything was eye candy um it was so over the top and there were a few times i'd catch myself going wait what the and i'm like nope sit back and enjoy the ride <laughs> it does not matter how absurd this is it's awesome and the rule of cool wins uh what one of the other characters that only got like a very little scene that i do want to mention because they had a really cool design was sumo bane <laughs> like yes. he he didn't say he's just like just the whole time, but I I, I really liked his design. So you only got him for like a quick moment, and then he was gone. Was it just me, or did the lip flaps not match the English? Or is that just it me? Didn't. I mean, it, okay, good. No, I know. I, I I noticed. I noticed that. I mean, it was because it was actually made. You know, like I I had to check because I didn't know if this was like DC trying to initially. I didn't know if this was DC trying to just emulate a kind of anime style but the fact that it had a japanese production crew and everything means it was originally animated to japanese and the lips matched to japanese yep. so um, and obviously it's not like you know everyone makes fun of especially like old godzilla movies for the, the the words in english not matching the lips i feel like with anime it's not quite as apparent it's easy to match that but yes i did notice a little bit of that that I, difference there and it, it I, made sense afterwards i was like yeah. oh they actually animated this or Japanese, and then dubbed over it to, to match as best as they could. I, I I liked it. I thought it was a nice touch because I was like, if if I'm catching this correctly, it doesn't seem like their mouth is matching it, and I kind of really enjoy that. Also, I like how like Batman's gadgets, like even though he has the tech advantage, they're almost all completely useless to him. Yeah. Um, I liked him throwing the smoke pellet and then going to grapple hook away and. You can't really do that when every building's one story tall. So, I, I, I thought it was a nice touch. Really enjoyed it. Definitely, out of the two, this one would be my highly recommend. And like I said, shocked. Shocked out out there that I never saw this. I've always wanted to, and it's been something I think we have brought up before. As something we should watch, and it just kept on like getting over overwritten, or we just forgot about it, or something. And like I said, I'm disappointed, but I like doing this compare and contrast between the two. Because yeah. obviously for two of us, we, we thoroughly enjoyed one of them, and the other one exists. And Ellie enjoyed both, but I think I think if you wanted to convince the teenager one of these to watch, I think you can win her over with the Batman Ninja before you could probably get the Doom that came to Gotham. Right. Even though I feel that both of either of them would be up her alley, but yes. I feel this one more because, like I said, it's just it's stupid fun. Like that, th this whole movie is just dumb fun, and I loved it, loved it. Um, with that being said, 
no, we got um we we got some more stuff coming up with Zingness, so we're gonna be back in a in a little bit, not as long of a break as we just had, but another break. But we'll be back, of course, covering probably the next thing in Castlevania because we got the new new Castlevania that's connected within the same universe. But how's it connected? Well, I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want to spoil it for you guys with that. But Eric, do you have a reading or watching recommendation? Or what are you playing? Let's see. E- e- uh, any any other three? Um, I am bouncing between. Uh, you know, I have been as 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 keen on Diablo Four. I don't know the new season isn't didn't grab at me like the main campaign did, but I've been playing some of that. But mainly Pikmin Four and uh, Breath of the Wild. Still, Breath of the Wild is just I've I've accepted that as and it, and I I don't want that to be the game that I just sit and plow through. Like I love it being kind of like my go to game when I'm like in between things, it's just like as opposed to like I'm gonna play a bunch of big games and then have some little games in between. It's sort of like I'm playing some little games with Breath of the Wild or uh, Tears of the Kingdom in between. So. Uh, kind of playing those things. I, I would like to actually put a recommendation of something not to watch. Not uh, to watch? Not oh, to God, watch. I know where this that, is going. You know where this is going. Other freaking secret invasion. Oh, my God. The last episode of that filled all of my desire to watch anything related to the MCU. It was so bad. That being said, I know that that guardians is now on disney plus i do want to check that out i have yeah, 30 minutes good. left of it nice yeah i thought uh, about doing I, it solid weekend, but I solid just a chance. uh so i was about to say unless it tanks in the last 30 minutes I right. think it's solid <laughs> so far loving it it's just secret invasion all throughout was just was just not like i was just like where's this going like and it had a few moments that would shine occasionally here and there but it just the way it ended was just so absolutely bad and the last episode is officially the lowest rated thing on on in the mcu um rotten tomatoes like it is so just uh and it's it's like i really like it was a pointless episode or a pointless show this show could not exist it wouldn't make any difference to the mcu at all it was bad it was bad do not watch this show (laughs) noted um Gonna, gonna throw this out there because I think we all asked you this, but I want to get it on recording. Loki versus this. Oh, Loki by far. So <laughs> Loki is so, the much better show. Okay, and, okay. You know what? I, and unfortunately, I hate saying this, but like, I was like, man, I don't want to watch any more MCU stuff. And you know what? The, the Loki season two trailer dropped. And I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of excited for this. <laughs> so, so I want to throw this out there. That's fun. one episode. Of uh, no, the last episode of just watching the last episode of Secret Invasion or watching rewatching the entire season one of Loki. You're ridiculous. Which this one? Is like which so one, ridiculous. Eric? Oh, I, I would in, in a heartbeat watch rewatch all of, of Loki instead of just watching the final episode of um. God, I can't Absolutely. wait to watch this because I, I I I got three episodes in <sighs> and got caught up and then haven't watched it since. So I'm like, man. I'm going to struggle bust through the last three and see what happens. Um, <laughs> I, I'm i going to go next, Ellie, if that's okay for my recommendations, because yours isn't out yet on what everyone can play it on yet. So I, I know where you're going to go, but anyways. Um, 
I would like to recommend, if you haven't, Eric, this is also a shout-out to you. Check out Venture Brothers on uh, Max, because why not? Just putting out another Max thing. Um, if, if you have not watched Venture Brothers, I know they got the movie or whatever coming up that wraps up the series. But I, like, went for no reason and rewatched all of it. And just was like, God dang. Because the thing is, I've never watched Venture Brothers back to back to back to back. It's always been, like... Sp- an episode here, an episode there, because they had a weird release schedule. But watching them all back to back, god dang it, there's some good writing in that show and great storytelling. A lot of mystery, but if you like the old Johnny Quest, or, you know, if you've listened to this so far and have been on board with Batman and us talking about the MCU and all that stuff, or, or debates, like, what are Smurfs? Are they mammals? Do they lay eggs? This show might answer that question. Check out Venture Brothers. What? I, there is an argument in because the thing is, what two of the characters are huge nerds and they'll argue about that. <laughs> and the one guy's like, he has a beard. He's a mammal. So Papa Smurf has a beard. Like, like they're, they're, they're wow. anyways. Okay. Check out Venture Brothers. Um, that's my recommendation. I'm also playing Diablo, just grinding my face against the wall, trying to get hearts and stuff, and I don't think I'm doing something right. But anyways, Ellie. Yeah. What about you? You got a recommendation or or something you're looking forward to or Oh my god. What's gosh. going on with you? I, I know you're watching that um that Sandman spinoff, but <laughs> Um yeah, I just finished season two of Lucifer. I wanted to, I never watched the, the Netflix seasons, so but I wanted to start from the beginning again. Um so yes, I'm watching that. And um I, like, am having a hard time not buying Baldur's Gate 3 on the PC. Even though uh, my husband is like, well, just wait and get it on the PlayStation. Because I want to play it, too. Because this was all an elaborate plan by me to convince her that we should get it. But I don't know if I can wait. I really want to just get it on the PC. Just get it on the PlayStation. We need an excuse to play the PlayStation. Also, then we can both play it. If you get it on PC, you can buy Then we'll copies. have to fight for who gets to play it on the PlayStation. I got plenty of stuff on the PC I can play <laughs> instead. What do you think, Eric? Should I go ahead and get it for the PlayStation in September or get it now for the PC? <laughs> you should get it right now. See? God dang it. <laughs> um, it looks so fun. I'm so excited. It does look really good. Like, I'm excited for... And it does get to because my computer could probably do it, but I got enough problems on my Switch and my Xbox. But when it does come to Xbox, I will absolutely. Yeah, because Xbox is very good. Sometime next year, quote unquote. Yeah. Um. So it, it's it's coming eventually. I'm sure it will be out on everything. And I like the fact that the only reason it's not out that it got put out on PC first is because they straight up went like whoever's doing the marketing and crap for this. Like they're geniuses. Cause they're like, yeah, um, we know Starfield's coming out. So we're going to put it on PC ahead of Starfield because we don't want to compete with it. We're not very concerned with the console though. So <laughs> I'm like, dang smart move. Um, also there, there's like, um, when, when you call in today, make sure to tell them that you're playing Baldur's gate. Like they're, they're doing a ton of ad stuff on, X and whatnot. Oh, God. feels weird to say that. I can't wait for us to do Where Can You Find People. Speaking of which, Eric, where can people find more from you? <laughs> you can find me at Eric Berg and at Backlog Berg. On what? Whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, so, 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 so you're, 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 you're not going to say it either. Say what? X. 
but yeah. It feels weird. It's it. It's, it feels very weird. I I mean I know it's 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 still Twitter to everybody, but it's like they want to be like, oh, instead of tweeting, you're xing, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it feels dirty just saying it out loud. Um. Anyway, none of your business. What I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you can find us on X at Zingness. Um, <laughs> God, it, I I feel like so defeated just talking about it. Um, you know what? Look us up on Instagram instead. Just just go on Instagram. At least everything's simpler and less crazy on there. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. Um, you can of course find us on Patreon as well. So go check that out because I'm probably gonna be recording the um how how to destroy perfection the Titanfall two dilemma because God that game was perfect and. EA, of course, ruined it. Well, the DDoS attack ruined it, but then EA was like, eh, we're not going to... You already gave us our our money. We're not going to do anything with that. So, anyways. Well, we'll be back next time with probably another bat-related episode, but anyways, until then, um... Keep it nerdy. I can't remember how we end these. Um... Bye! show.